Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Justice League Crisis on Two Hearts. I have said for a long time that DC is the king of animated shows and movies. If you want to see great comic book stories from the DC Universe, watch these movies, not the majority of the live action movies. Now, this isn't one of my favorite DC animated movies, but it does have some pretty good elements, which is what makes it much better than some of the attempts at the characters in this movie actually gives the character Martian Manhunter a larger role than a lot of other movies and stories with him in it. It gives him a romance story with an alternate universe's daughter of Slade Wilson. I kind of wish that the story ended slightly differently, but it is something I, I haven't seen a thousand times with the character, and it makes him feel much more important than he usually is. He's usually there just to kind of be backup muscle to Superman most of the time. Now, the premise of the story is rather similar to the Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline, mainly because the whole multiverse is in danger. Uh, for very different reasons than other characters aren't, aren't involved and others are. Um, yeah, so it's it, it, the multiverse is in danger, things like that. It's just called Crisis on Two Earths. And, but the villains are the same, other characters aren't involved. Like, Supergirl played a major role in the comic book version of that storyline, and she's not in it at all in this one, so that's why I say that. The other Earth is a switch on who is a bad guy and who is a good guy. So the Justice League are the crime syndicate. And the Legion of Doom are the Justice League. Like, like Lex Luthor is the leader and the Joker is now the Jester. And Harley's a monkey, which is one of the fucking... Wow. <laughs> it's like one universe, hot goth lady. The next one, a monkey. So that's, that's something. Uh, my favorite change character in this movie is Owlman, which I think seems to be a bit universal from the people who have watched this movie. He is the best written character in this movie, and he's played by James Woods, who is a great voice actor, usually being a highlight in a lot of the projects he's in. He is the most memorable part of this movie, and the final scene between him and Batman is the highlight of the movie. Plus, this character makes me feel like he is, he is, makes me like him in this version of him over Batman. Uh, yeah, I, I like him more than Batman in this movie, which, yeah, <laughs> the main reason for this is because Batman kills a few people in this movie, and I really don't like William Baldwin as the voice of Batman, one of the weakest performances of any Batman voice actors, and I would say it's the worst of the movie, so yeah, it's much easier to like Owlman a lot more than Batman in this movie, so, uh, yeah. Uh, which is a problem when you voice DC's most popular character. I do find some of the characters a little boring in this movie. Those being Green Lantern and his alternate, which sucks because he's voiced by Nolan North. He just doesn't really do anything in this movie. Ultraman is also really boring. For some reason, Superman's alternate turns into an Italian mob boss, and it's really stupid. Funny. It is funny, uh, but stupid. Now, don't get me wrong. This movie isn't bad. The Flash is entertaining, being the comic relief. Superwoman is a great secondary villain to Owlman. I do like the attitude of Superman in this movie. Slade Wilson as the president in the, in, in the alternate universe is an interesting idea. And his daughter also gets much more attention than she normally does. So, overall, I would say it's a better movie. I wouldn't call it a good movie, but it's close. It's close to a good movie. Owlman pretty much carries this whole movie on his shoulders. And a few other parts kind of hold up a little bit too. Um, but... It's just, there's a few holes in it, like especially Batman, and, you know, so, some of the ideas are kind of boring, but 
other than that, I still enjoy it and I still have a good time with it. So overall, I give it a six out of ten. I think it's slightly above average. I don't think it's near any of the heights of other animated movies like, you know, Batman Under the Red Hood or Batman Mask of the Phantasm or even some of the other anime movies I've talked about on here. So, yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I reviewed a bunch of other TV shows, movies, and anime. So, if you go check that out, it's highly appreciated. Also, you should drop a follow over after streaming through. That way, you get a notification when I post a new review. So, thank you, and I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend. Hello, people of the world. My name is Dr. Quackers, and I would like to talk to you about my newest sponsor, Dubby. They are an energy drink company that has great flavors, awesome shaker bottles, clothing, stickers, and other great products. They are a jitter and crash-free energy drink. They have 150 milligrams of caffeine and no sugar. They use high-quality coffee cherries in their ingredients. Their drinks are loaded with vitamins and nootropics that help cognitive performance. They use the natural and patented ingredient Neurofactor, which has been shown in studies to boost brain performance. Dubby ships all over the world, so wherever you are, you can get your hands on this great product. They have limited edition flavors and shaker bottles all the time, so make sure you check the website today. Remember to use the code Dr. Quackers, one word, capital D, at the checkout for 10% off your whole order. It helps grow the podcast and stream. The more you help me, the better offers I can help get for you. So thank you and please check out the sponsor.